Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep, that sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com save. Betterhelp.com save. Got it. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep, that sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com save. Betterhelp.com save. Got it. Raiders! Oakland, LA, Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever! You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride! Here we go! When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted to piano at the 50, high running down, Oakland football, and I think Oakland victory. The Raiders have scored on the most singing, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. All right, here we go. Round two, Raider Nation. Hopefully you guys can hear me okay. Uh, here uh, for episode number 110 of Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, if something's not working, then please certainly let us know. And uh, if it doesn't, then I'm just going to pull my chair up over there next to you, Uncle Mosh, <laughs> and we'll just I'll do the uh, the show from the southern uh, annex of the Murph's Fan Cave desk. So uh, hey, we'll go old school. I'll interview you. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah. Hold the mic. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe like Mean Gene used to do, right? <laughs> oh, hey, there you we'll go, brother. About, we'll talk right. about that later. I don't want to sell the lead. So anyway, so uh, welcome uh, to episode number 110. <laughs> Q-Talk says... Episode 110 is already a classic. Yeah, it is. I know, right? Yeah. Well, hey, well, look, the audio portion of the show is going to be okay. So we're, we're good there. We'll just we'll just keep this a podcast one way or the other. We'll go through it because our re- audio is recording good. So the video thing, we'll just have to mess with it in the middle of the show. and just. Okay. Uh, did Mosh use the cable, <laughs> cable bill money for another divorce lawyer? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So no camera, no audio, no video there for Murph. That's okay. We don't need to look at me anyways. We'll, we'll just, just go security cam. We'll just go security it, cam and go Mosh cam. Yep. The, show. the Murph solo cam is the problem. Hey, All right. All right. You know, it only took uh, 73 of us <laughs> to diagnose that. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us here on another episode of Raiders Fan Radio. What's up, guys? Appreciate you joining us here for episode number 110 of Raiders Fan Radio. So a couple things we'll get to today. Uh, We, of course, thank you for joining us on YouTube. And you can always subscribe to us at uh, YouTube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave. And you can always find our show that way. And uh, we've become big fans of this YouTube thing because of the interaction, uh, including the interaction when people tell us that our audio and video sucks. Uh, We do still always enjoy the interaction. So so thank you to those of you that have joined us today. Uh, I can't scroll up to see all the names, but uh, Mojo, Chuck McCann, uh, Ron, Monster Mash, Ken, Bootleg Joe, Devin, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, Kev is in there, Chris Potts is in there, uh, great to see everybody, Randy Hansen, how about former defensive backs coach for the Oakland Raiders, Randy Hansen joining us in the chat, Uncle Mosh, that is very, very cool, so uh, uh, appreciate everybody joining us there, alright, so episode number 110, we're going to get to uh, the significance of the number 110, we are going to give respect to a lot of uh, folks in Raider Nation, and uh, we are going to cover the a couple of hot topics that happened this week. One is the mic'd up with Gruden and Derek Carr. We're going to cover an article written by Jerry McDonald. We're going to cover some roster bonuses that got paid out. We're going to discuss the big hiring of our new general manager. Then, most importantly, we're going to get into the sea of fans, and we're going to hear you, and uh, we're going to hear your takes and your uh, uh, your sizzlers, 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 sizzlers. Uh, and so we'll, we'll listen to you uh, uh, to your voicemails, and we will read some of your emails. And then, if we have time, we'll get into a little bit of a playoff preview. So, before we get to all that, though, let's listen to Uncle Mosh, and he can tell you how you can get in touch with us. All right, boys and girls, pay attention. You got your old Uncle Mosh here with an update. That's right. I got some stuff for you. Take out a piece of paper, a pencil, a pen. Ah, heck, use your pocket knife and carve the info into your dashboard as you're driving down the highway. First off, you need to like us on our fan page on Facebook. That's right. Go to Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. Don't forget about the Twitter. You know your old Uncle Mosh. He twits now. That's right. Go to at Raiders Fan Radio. Also, don't forget the Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about our website? That's right, RaidersFanRadio.com. Heck, if you want to, you if you want to, if you want to, you can even email us show at RaidersFanRadio.com or call us 
on the Raiders Fan Radio Hotline, 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Don't forget Merv's Fan Cave on the YouTube where you can get all the show links like the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead and Fitz. Find all our stuff on podcast providers like Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. All right, did I hit the time limit? Good. All right, thank you, Uncle Mosh, for the uh, the contact information there. And, you know, Uncle Mosh, we always start off our shows by recognizing the show number uh, with uh, the significance and somehow th- how that relates back to uh, to the Raiders. So uh, whether it's a player's jersey number or a year or whatnot, there is numerous ways that we can link that back. And this week, we have chosen to uh, to link it back to a to a yardage total. As we've now that we are in the hundreds, uh, there's uh, it's often apropos for us to link it to that yardage total. So uh, for this week, uh, for episode number one ten. The Raiders' first victory this year, Uncle Mosh. Do you remember that game? Well, yeah. Uh, you know, you and I were watching the game here in the fan cave. Yeah. And we were a little impressed. You know, it might have even been a little bit of fanboying on the other team's there, quarterback. There might have been a little man crushage there, going on. Yeah. And, and we're going, geez, that guy needs to be a backup to number four. I know, right? The you kid know? can play. And the of course, kids, the kid can ball out, man. He can. And we're talking about Baker Mayfield. And so, uh, thankfully, the Raiders won that game. Uh, we won it in overtime, 45 to 42. And uh, despite, of course, our affinity for the Raiders, first and foremost, we Absolutely. did. We were like, man, old number six, man, he can sling it a little bit. And uh, he's been fun to watch this year. And so anyway, so uh, as far as 110 goes, Jared Cook in that game, Uncle Mosh, in that first Raiders victory, had 110 yards. He, along with uh, that guy that now plays in Dallas, uh, had uh, uh, each top the 100-yard mark. And then, uh, of course, Marshawn ran for 130, and Carr threw for 437 in that game. But Jared Cook uh, caught uh, 100 caught 110 he had 110 <laughs> receiving yards in the game so we want to celebrate jared cook today uh with the number 110 all right so uh Mas, let's let's move on to our first big segment of the show and that is where we give respect we give respect to around here we don't uh we don't do shout outs we don't do uh-uh, props uh-uh. we give respect first off much respect to everybody that's joining us in the chat room and hanging with us through our technical difficulties we'll get this thing figured out i think uh I think I uh, I outkicked my coverage with this whole uh, camera thing is what happened. Uh, I think I have more camera than what my computer can handle when it comes to uploading and producing a, 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 a no. It's, a it's live seriously. Stream. It's why you don't put a nitro burning turbocharger on a Volkswagen exactly. bug. Exactly. You know. Exactly. So I've uh, crushed my computer's ability to process video, uh, and so it's dragging the whole thing down at one time. So anyway, what? So, uh, so next, we'll, hopefully we'll have that figured out by next week. All right, but uh, so for this week though, so we're we're gonna give respect uh, to. Sadly, uh, someone that we lost this week, and I'm talking about uh, Raiders' former wide receiver, uh, Warren Wells. Uh, If you're not familiar with Warren Wells, he played for the Raiders uh, back in the 60s. He was part of the Heidi game. He was part of the AFL championship team uh, in 1967. Uh, He played for the Raiders from 67 to 70 and was, by all accounts, an absolute stud. Uh, My 
awareness of the Raiders really doesn't start to kick in until uh, the seventies when I used to have sure. you guys when you're not having you when you guys used to tell me stories about the Raiders. Um, of course, we always knew about LaMonica and and some of the you know Blanda and Otto and those guys. But uh, I was as a kid, I didn't really have a big awareness uh, of Warren Wells. Did you? Like, I mean, because this is even this you were young. Yeah, then. this is when I was real young, and and this is one of those guys that that they talked about as I was becoming a fan. I don't remember a lot of watching him. Probably did because games were always on, but didn't have that physical awareness of him. Knew about him later, right, like those right. like those characters, you know, like Stabler and those to you, he was to me. Ah, I got you. Okay. All right, good deal. So, yeah, so Warren Wells. So, sadly, again, we, we lost Warren. But, you know, uh, one of the highest-rated shows, Uncle Mosh, that we've ever had here on, on Raiders Fan Radio has been uh, Pastor Armando Leone. We've had Armando right. Leone on the show twice. Uh, way back in the early days, we had him on episode number 27, and then once not all that long ago, uh, an episode in the 90s. And still to this day, that's the highest rated episode we've ever had uh, on Raiders Fan Radio. But anyway, so going back to that first time when we had Pastor Mondo on, he told the story where he saved Warren Wells, essentially, and that uh, you know, Warren had fallen on hard times. Warren, right, right. he only played a limited time in the NFL because he had some challenges in his life through substance and, and a handful of other things and had later in life had really kind of been down on his luck. And Pastor Mondo tells this amazing story about how he had, uh, you know, did not plan on going to a game. Uh, some things happened uh, in his life that allowed him to, on short notice, go to a game. He brought his nation ministry banner to the game. The banner got shown on TV. And Warren Wells, somebody related to Warren, reached out to Pastor Mondo and asked Pastor Mondo to get in touch with Warren and minister to him. So wow. it's an amazing story. So I have a, a, just a couple minutes of that story. If you want to go back and hear the whole thing, it's on, uh, again, it's on episode number 27. And listen, regardless of where you come out on your faith or religion or anything like that, this is just a cool story about one guy reaching out to another guy and sharing a moment and, and just trying to pull somebody up out just of a, one human out being of a, helping another ha, man. out of a, yeah, helping them out of a bad place. And so it's great. So anyway, so here's a, here's a couple minutes of that for you from that interview. And uh, she told me, her name is Jay Giles. She's a professor at the Houston University. Uh, she told me that uh, she saw the banner in the end zone. And when she went to the website, uh, the Lord spoke to her that uh, I was gonna, that I was called to minister to Warren Wells, number 81, who played mm -hmm. back in the height. And uh, to only find out that he had fallen off the face of the earth. He was, he was homeless, addicted to drugs, and so forth. She told me, I'm going to go look for him. He's, uh, he's in Belmont, Texas. And I'm going to ask him if he's willing to speak to you. I'm going to tell him that you're the pastor of the Raiders. Okay, ma'am. I'll wait for your phone call. Next day, that phone rings, and he was willing to speak to me. Well, his life has changed. He's, uh, he's a minister now of the uh, church that took him in. Uh, he runs a men's he's, home. He's a minister now. He's a minister now. There's some things that I shared with him that were really, were really personal that he, it was overwhelming to him. And uh, he, he just kept asking me, how do you know that about me? I go, Mr. Wells, I don't know anything about you. With, with the exception of you wearing number 81 and being one of the greatest <laughs> players to ever play for the Raiders. That's all I know about you. I know about the Heidi game because you were part of that. Daryl LaMonica, that's all I know about you. But what I just shared right now, remember this. Don't you ever forget it. Jesus was the same yesterday, 
He was there when your heart was broken. He's here today to receive you. You're the prodigal son, brother. He's going to be there tomorrow to guide you. Hebrews 13, 8 tells us that. And he was just overwhelmed, and, uh, and he, wa- he wanted prayer. I was just amazed with the technology we have today. I'm on a cell phone in my, my print shop office, and, I'm, and, and Warren Wells is being ministered by the Holy Spirit in an hmm. alley in Texas. One of the last things I said to him was, oh, one more thing, Mr. Wells. The Lord's going to put you in the path of your teammates once again. Last year, the Raiders flew him in for the Green Bay game, and he lit the torch. Yeah, yeah, Davis. for Al. Uh-huh. Yeah. I remember that. His nephew knew of the story, and he sent me a picture of Warren Wells, Jim Otto, Flores, Cliff Branch, and I think it was Clement Daniels. They're in a photograph. They're having dinner. In one of, in, I'm, I don't know whose house it was, but the nephew sent me the picture. Pastor, this is something you shared with my grandpa. I thought you'd enjoy the picture. Wow. And I, I was just amazing. left in awe, like, wow. It all started with, take the banner down. You're going to Oakland. Bless <laughs> your brother. <laughs> Good stuff there from Pastor Mondo, Mosh. That was it's a it's a great story, and Pastor Mondo is is an awesome guest. He's he's just a great member of Raider Nation, doing great things, and so things that go well above and beyond uh, the football field, and, yeah. and, and 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 even fandom, man. He's he's so so great. So it's so neat to hear that that he had that moment, had that that time spent with Warren Wells, and so uh, anyway, so Raider in peace to uh, to Warren Wells, right, Mosh? Absolutely, you know, yeah. and and. And what a loss! I mean, what a loss! For, what a loss yeah. for Raider Nation. But uh, yeah, now we, um, you know, sadly, Uncle Mosh, we had somebody else that we uh, that we lost as recently as just today. Mosh, wait for, for something completely different. Wait for it, Mosh. Yeah, man, you're not supposed to blab, put the laugh button when I said somebody else passed away. No, you don't understand. He would have thought it was funny. <laughs> okay. Not that he passed. I mean, he doesn't think that that's funny. <laughs> but hey, this guy. Hey, wait, wait till I die. It's going to be hilarious. <laughs> I don't remember oh, that guy man. saying that. This guy had nothing to do with football. Oh, so you had to play the now for something the now completely for different. Now for something completely different. But right. this guy does what we do. He okay. gets behind a microphone. He does get behind a microphone. He got behind a microphone. A lot. For years. One of the best ever to get behind a microphone. Ever. Had nothing to do with football, but on this show, he gets respect. He's going to get respect. So we're, we're t- yes, Chris Potts, he nailed it. Absolutely. We're, we're talking about Mean Gene Okerlund. Sadly, we lost Mean Gene today. Whether you're a wrestling fan or not, he is one of the best ever, the best guys to get on the microphone. Oh, my god. To gosh. play it straight while he's got these, you know, 280-pound muscle-bound maniacs going crazy. Uh, he's standing there stone-faced and, uh, and, and and playing the ultimate straight man. And so we want to celebrate Mean Gene, classic wrestling uh, of the uh, age of the 80s, of the old WWF. And, you know, M- Mean Gene was, as I mentioned, famous for playing it straight against these people that are going crazy. Sure. But he did break once in a while. He did break once in a while. And it was really funny when he would break. And so I have just a, uh, a clip here, uh, just a couple minutes long, of Mean Gene and some other guy, I don't know, going at it. And uh, the, the other guy that he's, he's talking with here, he's another commentator. And the guy must, I think he's Scottish, cause he's, and he's got a cricket bat on right, his shoulder. Right, right. And Mean Gene is standing there with a plunger on his shoulder. And this is the exchange that they had. 
He is a classic. I think that's what you'd call Brutus Beefcake. Right, Lord Alfred Hayes? If you say so, Gene. Sterling performance. Absolutely. Stiff upper lip. Yes. What do you have there in your hand? This is a cricket bat, Gene. I form in a cricket team. I've already asked Vince McMahon. He'll play. Yes, maybe we can get uh, Vinny and maybe some of the some of the other boys. Yeah, Monsoon. I like to I like to bring in a ringer from maybe Brazil or Portugal or someplace like that. Uh, that just exactly. Now you use a ball to play cricket. Is that correct? <laughs> that is correct. Yes. <laughs> Very informative we are. Here. <laughs> Let's, uh, let's bring you up to date on the travels of the World Wrestling Federation as we tour the country. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that great? Man, what a voice. Oh, what a voice. What a, I mean, just unbelievable. What a character. Uh, he, he, he wasn't above being made fun of. Uh, you know, he, 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 a lot of that stuff. Uh, gosh, Jesse the Body, of course, little known yeah, fact. Yeah, Jesse yeah. the Body's the one that gave him the name Mean Gene. And oh, the, the fun, okay. that was a that was a slam because Gene Okerlund was known as one of the sweetest, nicest guys in the ah. business. One of the only guys who stayed married for 54, 55 years to the really? same woman, had two kidney transplants, and his last kidney transplant, he got his kidney from his wife. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I mean he Check was, out you with yeah, the BG right? Oh yeah. Well his his best friends in the whole world were Hulk Hogan. And uh, 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 Bobby the Brain Heenan and Iron Sheik. He was even Iron Sheik's best man at his wedding. No kidding. No kidding. Oh my god! You know, me awesome. Gene was amazing. And and you know, he did stuff like uh, uh, he always had this this shtick about. Well, when he would interview women, that he would he wouldn't look him in the eye. He'd look a little bit lower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, that yeah. started out as a joke. So then he brought it into his shtick. You know, so that people could make fun of him and stuff, and, oh, and it was just. Awesome. But he was—he wasn't. He's like you and I. He's not above laughing at himself. Yeah, right, right, you know? absolutely. And that was what and, I always got. And I, I, I'm, I saw Kev call me out there. No, that guy wasn't Scottish. But I was thinking of uh, uh, he did a, a, a bunch of stuff with Piper because Piper used to oh, say he was from Scotland. Yes, yes, even yes, though yes. he wasn't, but but he would he would say that. Sure. And, and so because uh, he would always ask him how are things going in Scotland and whatever. So that's what I was thinking of. So I, I apologize there, but. Uh, yeah, man, Mean Gene. So, Mosh. So, as far as uh, on the mic, I don't want to say best voice ever, but he's shortlist, right? He's oh, up there top with five. top five as far as just golden. As John Facenda, right? Some people would put Dan Patrick, sure, in sure. there. You know what I mean? But he's on that kind of elite. He's that caliber. Yeah, you that, bet, absolutely. You bet. You yeah, bet. Good yeah. stuff. So, uh, so we definitely want to want to give respect to Mean Gene today. And yes, I saw in the chat there also Super Dave Osborne. Man passed away. Couldn't believe, and they were the same age. I said to you, "Wow, Super Dave, wasn't he my age?" And you're like, "No, man, he was like Mean Gene's age. Yeah, like, like 75. 75, 77, yeah. something like that. Seventy-five. And, yeah. and w- talk about funny. Oh, oh man, he's God. great. That guy was a riot. Have you ever not to go completely off the rails here, but uh, it is the off season now officially. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> we don't have the playoffs to talk about for the Raiders. Um, did you ever see the show? You don't do Netflix. Never mind. There's a show on Netflix called Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee, and it's brilliant. And Jerry Seinfeld hosts the show, and he picks out a classic automobile, and then he goes and picks up a comedian, sure. and they drive around, and mostly they talk about comedy. And so this guy, uh, and I've, Super Dave, I forget his, his last name in real life. It's Bob something. Um, 
he's a like a big time writer and was like like a big contributor to curb your enthusiasm and whatnot like he's a way big like behind the scenes type uh guy like you know how like like um what's jimmy fallon's announcer what's his name oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. H- higgins uh, or whatever higgins and who was actually brilliant exactly he's okay. the guy i had that student that did that that yes. internship okay. there. yeah super dave was one of those kind of guys like uh, he was a guy it. that like kind of played it cool but really he was the brains behind a lot of right things. right all right so anyways it's him and jerry seinfeld in comedians in cars getting coffee and it's freaking hilarious so we definitely want to give uh a lot of uh respect to uh einstein bob einstein bob thank einstein. you very much yeah. chris potts great call all right so we definitely want to give uh respect to those gentlemen and uh rest in peace raider in peace and uh, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, sad that sad that uh, we we lost some some uh, some icons this week, but they, and they always come in threes, huh? You know, I guess the yeah they say that. I don't know that I buy into that. Okay, because they always go, oh, they come in threes. Well, maybe they come in twos or fours. Where, where do you start where do you the county? Where do you yeah, stop the yeah, yeah. It's like that name George, man, and don't get me going there. Oh, boy. All right. Well, you know, well, uh, well I, we, we, we lost think... Super Dave, Mean Gene, and my camera this show. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they, they come in three. All and right, but... uh, we did lose one other famous name, the name that goes on the list of the names that shall not be spoken on this oh, program well, okay. again. Let's and do... I'll let you take it. All right. Let's do this to cleanse the palate then because we want to give proper respect to – uh, to to a, a, another name on our list today, but let's let's do this as kind of our in between between the we had the passings, and now we we'll just say it. Greg Papa, former announcer for the Raiders, former radio broadcaster, current Bay Area talk show host, uh-huh. has been announced as now he's going to be the voice of the Niners. Oh, that just gives me Ashito right here. You know, I just get a little bit of heartburn. He's had a case of the ass for the Raiders and Mark Davis and whatnot for a little while now. And we've been saying on this show, he sounds like sour grapes. Yeah. He sounds bitter. Well, here you go. And here's why. Because he's going to work for the competition and probably has known this for a long time. Yeah. That this was coming. So um, anyways, I don't really want to spend a ton of time talking about uh, that, that guy. guy. But uh, but I'll tell you somebody who we can't talk about. How's yours? This is for a segue. We want to give a lot of props and a lot of respect to one of the best, one of the all-time greatest. In fact, I'll give you this card to hold up since my camera don't work. One of the all-time greatest super fans, maybe the super fan. He, it's certainly him, and it's Gorilla Rilla, and I'm talking about Violator. Violator is the absolute Mount Rushmore of Raider super fans. Like I said, he's probably number one, if not number two, on the call sheet. And um, he had a really nice, heartfelt uh, article that went out this week. I believe it was Football Girl was the name of the the website or the blog that the story right, ran right. from. But it's his uh, pen. He's the one that wrote this article. And uh, Uncle Mosh, tell us a little bit about what Violator had to say. So this week. it's quite a lengthy article, and it and, it, and it's really good. It, it really shows the emotional side of this guy and the fact that that we as fans, yeah, we get fired up and we go crazy and everybody's all. Ah, uh, but we we also got brains to back that up, and so this this article is it's it's very well written. He he talks a lot about the process it took, the eight hour drive, the getting a hotel, you know, because he's from he's from SoCal, and to get up to the Bay Area, and he would stay in a hotel, and he would go through this this two hour pregame and and all the stuff that went into it, and how this 
last game was so emotional, and there was cameras on him the whole time and went through his whole process. And then after the game, how everybody was fired up for the win, but but yet they were giving each other condolences because this this is a this is a group of guys that watched each other's children grow up, oh, you know, wow. yeah. and then the fact that they may never see each other again. Wow. And and so it was a uh, it was it, it wasn't so much of a sense of loss of the Coliseum but a loss of what they had and what they had built that and community, the camaraderie yeah, yeah. and the community and it's and all of a sudden, you know, you, you realize that this this may not happen again and people would say, "Well, why wouldn't you just, you know, if you're closer to to Vegas than you are to LA, I mean than you are to Oakland." So just get your seats over there. Well, he had he had applied for his PSL, and then when the prices came out, they were so high at the new stadium that that it was he was basically priced out. Right. And on, on, on a side note, you were telling me a story about the the, the GoFundMe, and then I'll finish. But yeah. go ahead and relate that one to people. This is what a class act violator really is. Yeah. So um, there's been there were some folks that put together a, a GoFundMe, knowing this that he wasn't going to be able to attend the games. And I, I believe our buddy uh, Mojo Raider was 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 part of that. He's at least uh, minimum the one that made me aware of the story. And so there was a, a GoFundMe that got set up because obviously Raider Nation wanted to help. Sure. Uh, Wayne Mabry is his name. We help Violator get to the games. Get because I mean, it's not a Raider game if Violator in there. You know right, what I mean? Right, like right. he is such. It's he's beyond a fan. Like he is the fabric of what it is to be a Raider fan. Essentially, uh, like I said, he and Gorilla Roll. There's a. Re- I he's one my, of the original four members of the Black Hole. I wish my my camera was working because I'm wearing my One Nation shirt. Uh, that, that that comes from from uh, Violator and his website, but anyways, so there was this GoFundMe page that got set up, and he quickly shot it down, not in a, a jerky way, because uh, that's not uh, the kind of guy he is, but in a way where he just said, "Look, you know, I appreciate the sentiment, but there are some other things going on, and I'll go, you know, I'll 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 work it, I'll 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 have it handled." Uh, so appreciate Raider Nation for doing that, but it's it's not necessary. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll we'll figure something else out. Uh, in in the meantime, and I'm sure, I don't know what it is, and I'm just this is 100% speculation off the top of my head because I have no clue. But I would imagine there's got to be what you know, Corona and and its brands or Modelo and its brands sponsor the black hole, right? right? I can't imagine that there's not some, you know, company. Of, of somehow an NFL advertising entity that wouldn't sponsor Violator to be at the games. Like, I mean, literally, like, why not? I mean, right? I, I mean, agree. I, I agree. So hopefully, maybe somebody like that has reached out to him and said, we will, you know, ensure you in exchange for him to, you know, advertise their stuff on Instagram or whatever it may be. You know what I mean? Like, and, and we'll, I think that would be really and, cool. And, I'm, and I agree. And, and I think Mojo, he hit on it. He said that Wayne wasn't having it. He's not a handout guy. He's a class act. And, you know, uh, in this article, Wayne, he says, uh, you never know. This is how he ends his article. He says, you never know how life shifts. And I her- truly hope to cheer the Raiders on in person for years to come. My track record as a fan speaks for itself, and it doesn't. And if it doesn't, someone else can fill those shoes and try to do it better. But, you know, he truly was a class act, truly was and is uh, a super fan. Absolutely. If there was ever uh, a person that that exemplified what a super fan is, it's Violator. It's Violator, absolutely. Yeah. 
Oh, uh, here we go. You're listening to The Violator, and I'm live on Raider Fan Radio. Where are you at, baby? All right, Uncle Mosh, next up here. So there's some phenomenal footage that came out this past week. Of course, we're talking about the the Raiders post-Broncos game. Uh, We're going to pretend that last game of the season didn't even happen. I don't even remember week 17. Do you? Uh, Did Uh, it happen? I was busy that week. I was, uh, yeah. I don't even know what what went on there, but um, so but the week before that, we beat the Broncos last game ever in Oakland, and uh, as I'm sure everybody that's listening to the show is already aware, there was some phenomenal footage that came out of uh, John Gruden and Derek Carr both mic'd up for the game. You and I are huge fans of NFL films. We are huge fan of of mic'd up. We featured a lot of mic'd ups on this show. we're not going to feature these ones tonight because they're each like seven minutes long and it, w- it wouldn't do it justice for me to sit here and edit out, uh, you know, handfuls of clips or whatever. Go listen to it. If, if you haven't heard it yet, just Google John Gruden mic'd up and it will come up. It's, it's very recent and it is some of the best, most entertaining Gruden sound bites. Um, insights into the dynamics between him and Derek Carr, insights into the personality of Derek Carr. We kind of already know what Gruden's like, and we already know what Derek's like too, but not in the moment as much. So to see Carr, <laughs> to see, you know, even Mosh goes, he's kind of a cornball. He's very much he's a very, cornball. And I love that about him. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so anyway, so that was, it's really great. So go watch the Derek Carr and John Gruden mic'd up. I promise you, you will not be uh, let down by the, by either of those. It's, it's great stuff. And uh, kudos to them, not only for being willing to be mic'd up, but the way that they celebrate with the fans uh, before and after the game was just, was just uh, amazing. Uh, okay. Uncle Mosh, um, another story here that came out this week. Uh, speaking of Gruden and Carr, um, there was an outlook article that was put out this week in the Mercury news. And it was put out by Jerry McDonald in Raider Nation. You'll hear me rally against lots of people in, in terms of their news coverage. And because we always will call it out uh, when it's, uh, you know, news coverage that's not accounted for or, or, or appropriately or is pushing some side of some sort of agenda. Uh, there's a handful of guys that never do that, though, frankly. And one of those guys is Jerry McDonald writer for the Raiders, for the Mercury News. He's fantastic. He and now Matt Schneidman also writes for the, uh, for the Merc. Uh, you know, it's, it's really, uh, speaking of insightful, insightful boots on the ground type reporting. You really get a sense of what's going on. It's not speculation. It's not trying to, you know, fortune tell and look into his crystal ball. He's taking firsthand accounts of what's actually going on uh, on the field at the facilities and he's reporting on it. And one of the things that I like about Jerry is that he will, you know, he's not a Gruden basher. He's not a Raider basher at all. Frankly, he'll, he's willing to kind of take a scenario. And like I said, look at it and and then report on it uh, in in a way that I think is fair, not always positive. I'm not trying to say that he's always, you know, uh, Pollyanna about things, but he's fair. And so, One of the things that came out, there's a lot of criticism this week about the way the Raiders closed out the season. I mentioned the game in Kansas City, and while it was not ideal, right, we were all disappointed in the way that it went down. But I also think that we were so lifted up the prior week in the way that we beat the Broncos, the last game in Oakland. Everybody's on this emotional high, and then we go to Arrowhead and lose, 
And I think that we were kind of set up a little bit because we were lifted up so much the prior week. So, so the, 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 we had the, we fell and we fell down hard, man. I mean, it sucked that game. And so, you know, there was a lot of criticism getting thrown out there. You know, Derek didn't play the best in that game. He had some weird passes, some questionable passes. And so here came the, you know, the critics as they do, uh, off of a tough loss. And so Jerry very, again, fairly stands up in this article and says, but the most important development in this game was not Derek Carr's play singularly to the game was not a, a pass or two, but the important development, which could pay off and I'm reading him now, uh, which could pay off wherever the future is for the Raiders. It's not that Derek Carr and John Gruden seem to grow together in a coach CEO quarterback partnership, which is the, uh, oh, I messed up the wording on that. What, what is important is that they seem to grow together in this partnership, which is a bedrock for strong NFL franchises in an era dominated by offense. And I think that when we, again, to go back to the mic'd up, you see the dynamic between these two. This isn't something that's going to end. Derek Carr's not going to get traded. Derek Carr's going to be our quarterback no, no. for the foreseeable future. And I love the idea that Jerry doesn't come out of this and say, well, Derek Carr sucked. The Raiders sucked. They got blown out in Arrowhead. He says, Okay, yeah, these unfortunate things happened in this game, but what did I learn from it? I didn't learn anything from the game singularly. I don't look at it in a vacuum. I look at the big picture. The big picture says that the dynamic and the relationship between Gruden and Carr is going to be one to foster and grow and to be part of Raider Nation for the indefinite future. Mosh, what do you think? I agree. I agree. You know, and I, I agree with what Randy Hansen said in the chat. He said the Raiders actually dominated the first half. The first, for, The four turnovers can make it look incredibly deceiving absolutely you know Great and point. and ah, man there was there was so much of that that stuff car like pirate one 1975 says car is the future car is 100 percent our future and and it shows and you know and cook's gonna be part of that that future i believe i really believe it i i, I think that you know there was a, a a couple times on that one play that that where he he we said you and I said why did he quit why did he quit why did he quit oh yeah yeah, Cook yeah thought yeah. it was a running play yeah and it's you know it, it, it stated that in that article you know because that was and you saw them talking and it wasn't it wasn't a butt chewing on the backside it was like dude you know that was a that was an intended pass oh man you know yeah I thought you know there again that's that that what you're talking about that big picture stuff so absolutely hey um, you know the way I look at it we got two out of three. We got two out we of three. Two out of three. We, we got we, Pittsburgh, we got, we got Denver, we got and Pittsburgh, almost, and we got the Dunks. <laughs> you know, we almost got KC, Mosh, and that's a great point. Nobody's Randy. ever hit six sixty six in the in the majors. Yeah, yeah. You know, so two out of three ain't bad, bro. <laughs> two out of three ain't bad. And yeah, it really was. I mean, we talked about it during the game. We're like, gosh, if it's not for these turnovers, we might actually be leading this game. Yeah. Let alone having it be close, we might actually be winning this football game. So, yeah, that was definitely unfortunate. All right, Uncle Mosh, one more Raiders story before we get to the big story. Uh, one more small story is that the Raiders uh, extended four roster bonuses this week. And I'm not going to sell the lead because I think there's a hidden story inside this story. Okay, story within a story. Story like within it. the story. So the, the, the overarching story is that the Raiders pay uh, four roster bonuses, freeing up $5 million. So that's now, by all accounts, roughly – $85 million that the Raiders are going to have in the offseason. I don't think the Raiders are going to blow it all out and like go spend it all, 
I think we'll see a little bit of movement. I think we could see him sign like somebody like a CJ Mosley or whatever, which would be great. But I don't see him going to spend in all that. They'll probably work up to it uh, by the time we get to Vegas. But anyways, um, the names on the list uh, that were extended roster bonuses, Jordy Nelson. So what does that mean? You extend the roster bonus. It means these players are going to be on the team next year. So these four players are going to be Raiders next year. Jordy Nelson, Tyre Whitehead, Lee Smith, and linebacker Kyle Wilbur. Uh, these are leaders at their positions all the way around, even Jordy. Um, thankfully, he picked up his play here towards the end of the year. But all these guys, leader of the linebackers is Whitehead for sure. Leader of the tight ends is Derek Carr's spirit animal, Lee Smith, and, and certainly leader on the, one of the leaders on special teams is, is Kyle Wilbur. But the story within the story, Mosh, and what do you think about this? This story was broke and reported by and on location by the Las Vegas Review Journal, not any of the Oakland newspapers, not any of the Bay Area newspapers. This was a Vegas story. What do you think? I think it, it's uh, it's fortuitous. It's it's saying, I mean, we know what the future is. We know we're not going to be there. We know we're moving. But the fact that the Las Vegas Journal is putting people in place to cover that, you know, the Las Vegas Journal has people in Alameda, man. They're buying in, baby. They are. I mean, we always in. knew they were buying in, but this is this is this is huge. This is every, huge. This every every you watch from here on out. Every move that the Raiders make, the Las Vegas Journal is going to be on it. It's going to be on it the way the way the Bay Area papers should have been. Yeah, and the yeah. way that you know they're going to learn something from that. Absolutely, absolutely, good stuff. Uh, Uncle Mosh and uh, good stuff uh, from the Las Vegas Review Journal and good stuff for the Raiders, man. I think these are good. You like the names on the list? You like those four guys extending all four of them? I'm, I, you know, I've always been a Jordy Nelson fan, though. You like Jordy? And, I, and I, 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 going back to the mic'd up, I love that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Remember, what, remember that? Yeah. You know, I wish I had Aaron at quarterback. Yeah, still. yeah. And he says, that, it's just, oh, he's mic'd. Hey, I wish I had, you know, yeah. I mean, what a great guy. What a great chemistry that it shows between them. Absolutely. And, you know, I think that that's so good for Derek. I think to to have these older guys, the way he looked to Marshawn Lynch, yes, you know, yes. the way he the way he can now look to Jordy. There's a reason that those guys were brought in, and I bought that from the beginning that 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 those guys were brought in to help bring along this quarterback. You Absolutely. know, you don't you don't necessarily have to bring in an old quarterback to bring along your young quarterback. But if you can oh. bring along the guys that he's going to be throwing to the guys that he's going to be handing off to the guys that he can look to that have another vision from their from their perspective on the field, man. That's huge. Great point. Great point, Uncle Mosh. Love it. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think those are definitely some uh, some good names on that list. All right, you want to hit a hit an audio bite here? We'll t- catch our breath and then we'll get into the big news of the week. You betcha. You betcha. Hey, Raider Nation. I just want to say hello to Pastor Mondo of NationMinistry.net. You're listening to Raider Fan Radio with Uncle Mosh and my brother. Just win, baby. All right. Thank you, Pastor Mondo. And, uh, okay, Uncle Mosh, so the big news of the week is uh, this is a story about a good friend of mine. You, you guys are like, 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 I don't know if they can see it or not, but it's, it's like, it's, the, oh, yeah. oh, let me go to your camera because you're on my camera, yeah. yeah. You guys are like right here. You're you're so tight. You're tight. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, so we're tight. So uh, Uncle Mosh is referring to uh, to my best friend Mike Mayock, <laughs> and uh, and I'll, I'll I'll go ahead and tell the story. Tell the story. I'll, tell the story off the top, just to get it out of the way. Uh, I met Mike Mayock one time. You did where? I did. I met him at the uh, the Knoxville Courtyard by Marriott. Uh, it's not just a commercial. It Are they really, our sponsors? <laughs> no, but they are the official hotel of the NFL. And when you see those commercials with Rich Eisen and all that stuff, it really is for real because those guys stay at courtyards. And I know that because I met Mike Mayotte at a courtyard. So for those of you that know, uh, we live in Tennessee. Uncle Mosh and I do. We're originally from the Bay Area, but we live now in Middle Tennessee. And uh, sometimes I travel for work. And when I one of the days I traveled, I traveled to Knoxville. And uh, I was sitting there eating breakfast, Uncle Mosh. And amidst my hash browns, I looked to my left and wearing a light blue NFL network polo shirt is Mike Mayock. And so I, uh, I finished up my breakfast and he was in the middle of eating. So I didn't want to just, you know, go and totally interrupt him and like <laughs> sit on, you know, sit on the end of his table and take a selfie. Yeah, yeah. But I said, um, I said, good morning, Mike. And he looks up and he goes, hi, how are you? And I said, I'm, I'm great, sir. I said, uh, uh, nice to meet you. And, and I said, I'm a, I'm a big fan. And he said, well, well, thank you. And he, and, uh, and I'm trying to recall, I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but I said, I, I go, all right, what are you, what are you in town for? And he said, well, UT is having their pro day. So he's gotcha. talking about the university of Tennessee. And I said, oh, I said, some big names to watch. Because if you think back to, oh, you don't know what year this is. This is 2013. So if right, you think right. back to 2013, this is Cordero Patterson. This is Justin Hunter. And this is uh Tyler Bray quarterback who Got actually it. went undrafted, yeah. but, um, and I said, oh, cool. I said, well, I'm a Raider fan. It sure would be cool if they, in the late rounds, drafted Tyler Bray. Because Tyler Bray, was, he's out of the league, I think, now. Or I forget even where he's at. He's a backup to a backup somewhere if he is. Um, but he's a big, tall guy with a big, strong arm. Yeah, and, like, yeah. and this is in the Terrell Pryor sure, Raiders. Sure. So as much as we loved Terrell Pryor, we didn't know what the Raiders were going to do at quarterback. It was so you know iffy back then. This is just before Derek Carr, right? And so, uh, anyway, so I said, well, it sure would be cool if they looked at Tyler Bray in the late rounds. And he said, yeah, he said, well, they, the Raiders sure could use an arm. And I said, yes, sir. They could. I said, well, anyway, I didn't want to linger. Cause again, he's like, you know, mid egg. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So I just said, well, you know, nice to meet you and uh, take care. And he said, you know, nice to meet you. Nicest guy in the world. And I, a couple things I remember in talking to him, the guy's ripped. Like he's is he really? He's like sixty. He's your age. Yeah. And and he's in. So he's ripped like I am. Exactly. Nice. But I looked at him and I'm like, this guy reminds me of Uncle Mosh. Yeah. Aside from the Philadelphia accent. There you go. He's all Mosh. Um. But yeah, in phenomenal shape and um, and just a super super nice guy. And so, uh, I've since then been a fan of his. Like and and really before then too. I love the combine. I I'm one of those people that will watch the combine uh, because it's probably the most naptastic sporting event <laughs> after the early rounds of the masters. Now the masters on a Sunday can get a little intriguing. And so sometimes right, you don't want right, to nap right. it out because you might miss tigers, you, you know, yeah, big day or whatever. Back, yeah. so, but the combine, especially when they're like doing linemen, there's nothing more soothing than Mike Mayock and Rich Eisen <laughs> talking about the combat. Anyway, so I, I like I like Mike Mike Mayock, and he's an incredible talent evaluator, and uh, and I think going to be a welcome addition to uh, to the Raiders staff. So let's hear from Mike himself first off. Let's hear from Mike on what he thinks it is like uh, or what it means to him to become a Raider. When you think of the Oakland Raiders, this team, this yeah. brand, what this team really represents, 
What do you think of? Man, I, I think back to you know, the good old days, the quote, good old days, you know, when it, it was dirty, it was all grass, you know, it was John Matuzak, and it was Cliff Branch running verticals, and it was Jim Plunkett, it was my good friend, Howie Long, dominating. Uh, I could give you so many memories, and it was them against the Pittsburgh Steelers and Three Rivers and, and the ball, Franco Harris, immaculate reception. I remember the good and the bad. I could go on with you, on and on with you about the history of this franchise. And, and to be honest with you, it, it kind of just it humbles me that I'm now an Oakland Raider. And like Howie, Howie Long has said to me, you know, once a Raider, always a Raider, man. Pretty cool stuff there. So you mentioned, you know, Howie Long being a buddy, you know, the Philly guys, you know, those those uh, those Eastern Pennsylvania guys, which, you know, Eastern Pennsylvania is a hotbed for for football uh, and, and, and football talent. And so so pretty cool there. Uh, I mentioned Rich Eisen. Uh, Rich Eisen is a guy that uh, I have a lot of respect for as a commentator. Uh, he's usually uh, pretty dead on with his analysis of things, and uh, he can fanboy out about the Jets a little bit at times. But for the most part, as a, as a radio host, especially, uh, he, he's fantastic. So uh, being a former partner now of, of Mike Mayock, uh, I uh, got Rich's take for you here on, on what it is, on what the Raiders are getting uh, with Mike Mayock. And I think this provides a really neat insight into the person of Mike Mayock and what the Raiders can expect. My guy, Mike Mayock, is officially the general manager of the Raiders NFL Network is showing a great piece of footage when Mayock interviewed Gruden in 2004 at the Combine. Wow. Okay. It's really old school stuff. And I will tell you this. And this has been rumored for a couple well, of years now. I will tell you this. Here's what the Raiders are getting. They are getting a tireless, hard worker who is, and I understand, well, it's a, it's a TV guy. And what does a TV guy really know? Mayock's not just May, Mayock's not a TV guy. He's a guy. He's a hardcore scout and talent evaluator that stumbled into television and made a great career out of it. And what they're going to get is a grinder of tape and a guy who identifies the love of the sport because it he has an unparalleled love and passion for the sport. And sometimes it, it might affect his evaluation. And I understand that's being pointed out on Twitter. He liked Gabbard over Cam Newton. And I think he liked Gabbard over Cam Newton because Cam said that whole icon and stuff. <laughs> but he also pegged Jamarcus Russell not being a lover of the sport. And he would never would have worn a Raiders uniform if he was a general manager then. And what Gruden's going to get is unvarnished opinion. I have been on the tail end of it on live television for a baker's dozen worth of years. <laughs> and sometimes it's tough to hear, and I hope Gruden's ready for it because he's going to get it from Mike Mayock. And what they're going to also get is a roster not full of heavy-legged waistbenders and people who have ankle flexion and quicker than fast people. You're going to get high-character guys. And you're going to get the ultimate Gruden grinder. And I know he's been wanting this for a long time. And I love this man, Mike Mayock. And I'm going to miss the hell out of him. You know, you... But you go, Mike Mayock. You go evaluate. And, uh, you know, I knew you being on Twitter was going to pay off in the long run. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope Daniel Jeremiah has a slower trigger finger on the 40-yard dash than you. <laughs> Sorry about that. I didn't mean to interrupt. Here you go, here you go. I didn't mean to interrupt Rich. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you, you called that. 
You called that last week. Or it, maybe it was, was it last week or the week before, but you said what Gruden needs, or maybe it was on the couch. I don't know. <laughs> but you and I, somehow you Somewhere. said Gruden needs that guy that's not going to be the yes man. Gruden needs that guy yeah. that's going to say, this is good, this is bad. You can believe me or not, but you're paying me to tell you this is good, this is bad. And so take that for what it's worth. And that's what they're getting. That's what they're getting with Mayock, is they're getting that guy that's going to tell Gruden, go this direction. Yes. Don't go this direction. You go that direction, you're screwing up. You know? And that's and that's and I, I think Gruden needs that. It's it's that checks and balances thing. He didn't have that with Reggie. As no. as much as much as they they that that commonality that they had that they liked each other. That there was no doubt about that. But he didn't he didn't have that. And I it maybe there's a little bit of trust issue. And and he trusts he trusts Mayock. And we're and we're gonna see an amazing rebuilding next year oh i'm calling it right now I, it's gonna go it's gonna be out of control i'm with you and you know when you think about not only the personality of mayock he's not gonna be shy to challenge gruden to provide his opinion to provide his his, his analysis best he can uh but what is the one thing that even you and i agree on that everybody else is keenly aware of that gruden lacks it's, it's, it's the draft yeah it's talent it's evaluation draft. absolutely and so he brought in a guy that is literally an expert at the draft and a talent evaluation. So any of the, of course, and it's funny how the critics go because it's just cause it's the Raiders. And I think some of our callers uh, lead, I don't want to rob any of their thunder. So I'll leave it to them to, to talk about it later on in the sea of fans. But the gist of it is this, is that, you know, you people criticize Gruden for one thing and then he does something to address it. And then they criticize why he did it. It's a no situation. It's like, what the crap, man? Like, you criticize, like, you got to pick a lane. You know what I mean? And it's like <laughs> often with this stuff. It's like, you know, are you, what are you going, you know, anyway. So I think it's a great, it's a great fit. Um, the tireless work ethic is the last thing that, that I'll say on it. You know, Gruden is a 4 a.m. guy. Mike Mayock is a 4 a.m. guy. We talk about in, in terms of players and his coaches. If you're not as bought in, as, an inv- as invested, and as committed as Gruden is, it doesn't matter how talented you are. That's you're right. not going to be part of the football team. This guy, Mike Mayock, is one of those kinds of guys. This is all he does. He will eat, sleep, drink, breathe, crap, film. That's all he's going to do. And he's going to, him and Gruden are going to be, you know, a, a great pairing, I think. So last thing, um, well, actually I got two more quick thing. one real fast one here. Here's Mike Mayock on the NFL network talking to his former colleague, Daniel Jeremiah. I've had different opportunities and you've talked about it in the past. Why is this job the right job? And why is this the right time for you? You know, DJ, I think a big part of it is a fit. And you and I, how many times have we talked about a fit for a particular player in a team and a scheme, right? I mean, that's all we talk about are fits. When our kids go to high school or college, what do we talk about? We hope it's the right fit for our kids. And, and the amazing thing is I've known John Gruden for so long, we talk the same language, and it's the right fit. And, and as I said in the press conference a minute ago, I haven't even had a chance to get through all my – I've got over 300 text messages, but a lot of them are football people, and they're all saying, what a great fit. And so I think people understand that John and I have no agenda other than try to make this football team better. There you go. I mean, What, per- what other agenda could you have? I, right? You know, in pro sports, what other – you know, neither one of these guys want to run for political office. Yeah. 
Neither, <laughs> neither one of them are trying to get Q-Dog paid, you know, we'll, and, and he'll address that later on. But you know what I'm saying? These guys want to win games, man. Yeah, they want to win games. That's it. You got two guys committed to winning football games. That's what it's all about. All right, last one. And we're, getting, we're starting to run short on time, so I'm not going to play the whole thing. Um, you can find it. Uh, go Google Mike Mayock interviews John Gruden. I'll have a piece of it here for you. This is from 2004. You heard Rich mention it at the Combine. This is gold, man. Um, I wish we had time to play it all, but I want to make sure we get to see a fans in. Uh, but So just know this, though, is that it is, again, really keen insight way before they knew they were going to work together. This is six. How many, what year is it? 2019? It's 19 minus, now. 19 minus 4 is 15. You 15, did math. You just did math. Yes. We're all about numbers. 15 years ago, these guys do this interview, and they are in complete lockstep, and you know it is, even though Mike Mayock is the one asking the questions. You know that he's in lockstep with Gruden based on the answers. And th- there was no agenda back then because they were operating in two completely different wavelengths. Right. So. Right in terms of employment so knowing that and then knowing knowing what their roles are with the raiders this is really really cool stuff so again i'm just gonna let it roll for a minute and then i'll cut it off but go find it if you if you want to hear more okay john we've had a lot of coaches and general managers talking about this whole quarterback issue last three super bowls the highest drafted quarterback was a fourth rounder gannon now what is your opinion do you pay the high money to get a franchise guy or do you try and get one of those guys that makes smart decisions gets rid of the football it took gannon and brad johnson a long time to play at the level that they played at. If you got a chance to get a great quarterback at any round, pay the price and get him on your team. That's what I say. He's the guy you start with. Well, you got to have a great quarterback to win in this league. We all know that. And sometimes things go in cycles, I think, uh, just like the last three or four Super Bowls. Okay, now in this particular combine coming out this year, you've got Manning and Roethlisberger. People are putting that, quote, franchise tag on them. I know it's early in your evaluation process. Have you had a chance to watch some of them? Looked at them and looked at some other guys. Uh, Rivers at NC State's a very good player. Drew Henson, who's a top flight quarterback at Michigan a couple years ago, is going to enter this draft in some capacity. Right. Uh, It's just a great year for quarterbacks. And uh, unfortunately, I don't know if we have enough ammunition to get up there high enough to get one of these guys. Now, when you come to this combine, all the fans out there thinking, oh, the 40-yard dash, the bench press. Philosophically, what are you looking to get out of this? Well, obviously the physicals. You know, get the medical history on these players, learn a little bit about who they are as people, uh, their agents, where they're going to be on draft day, when their workouts are going to be. And just to get an initial impression on uh, how firm the handshake is, what the eye contact is like, and how much they love football. All right, I'm going to go ahead and cut it off there. I love that, Mosh. You know, they talk about the – those are the kind of intangibles, like, you know, a handshake, eye contact. You know what I mean? The first impressions. Like, those are the things that go a long way with – those are the things you can't measure at the Combine. You can't you can't run that. You know what I mean? Those are just things that are I- inherent uh, in, in the players, and those are the things that those that the, both these guys are going to be looking for, and I think it's great. So I'm, I'm excited uh, for the matchup. Again, if you want to hear more of that interview, uh, go find it. But Mosh, it's it's time. Uh, we're starting to run a little bit long, so let's go ahead and jump into it, and let's uh, let's hear from uh, from somebody else that's not named you or me. There he is, fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tied. He throws. It You want to shout the chat out first? <laughs> no, I just, 
You know, it, it's it's funny. The chat, uh, we're so lucky. We we really are a lucky group of folks. You know, we got Randy Hansen here, former coach. How cool and, is that? And man? he's just, I mean, the, the the guys, everybody's just, you know, they're just they're going back with him. And you know, I mean, we we have always had a great group on the chat. But the the fact that that you know the Randy Hansen, he just he laughed. He wrote "Sea of Hands," you know, exclamation point. But uh, you know, Mike Mayock, last th- last word on him. You yeah. know, the guy played college football and college baseball. You oh, know, I know before, he played baseball. Yeah, and he was drafted. You know, of course, tenth round, two hundred and fifty six pick by by Pittsburgh. But came back and played a couple years for the Giants. But the, you mentioned it that tireless effort, man. I just I got so much respect for people like that. Yeah, so, man, absolutely. Anyway, those, relentless. relentless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those those two things. I just wanted to you know shout out to uh, to coach for for jumping in here. We appreciate him a ton. Yeah, and, so. And cool. I know that everybody everybody enjoys being able to interact with him that way. And and we're just we're just you and I are just so blessed to be able to provide this forum. You know, for, yeah, for the fans around the world to be able to talk to a guy that's not even in this country anymore, you know, that's yeah. just, it's just, that's just rock. I'm talking but, about firsthand accounts of, of, of the ongoings of the Raiders, man. Appreciate coach for sure. Uh, coach Randy Hanson for joining us there. A few other names. Uh, I can't scroll up, but I see, uh, uh, spooky is in there. Aaron Q dog Raider. Uh, of course, Kev YD Mojo, uh, white stallion, Ron, Sean Garcia, uh, Chuck Splatterhead McCann, Bobby Wasabi. I uh, appreciate all of you all, uh, for joining us here and, uh, and bearing with us on the early, uh, technical difficulties that we had here. For, <laughs> did we, did we have technical difficulties? Oh my gosh, that was man. so long ago. I don't forget. That was uh, like last week's game. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I forgot I, about that. Yeah. I I can't even get like uh, like a half a K over here, let alone four yeah. Ks. I put up four Ks and I killed the computer. <laughs> All right, so um, but uh, Uncle Mosh, uh, we hit the hit the music there in the famous intro to uh, well, famous in our you know our, circles on our fan yeah our uh, for uh, for the Sea of Fans. So this is where we welcome, uh, of course, Raider Nation, and we like to hear from you in the Sea of Fans mailbag. This is where you can call us at 909-345-3346 and leave us a voicemail, or you can email us show at Raiders fanradio.com and we always appreciate your all's correspondence this is the best part of our show and so we like to read and respond when uh, appropriate and mosh for the callers there's always a highlight right there's, there's always there's always kind of uh, some that that, that i don't want to say outshine the others but they uh, stand out they sizzle sizzler sizzler so what's a sizzler a sizzler is something that just gets it, man. They just, they just, you know, uh, uh, they just get after it, man. They just uh, uh, muffs, muffs, muffs. Oh, oh, my air muffs at the 102 mark. They just Go. shit and get, man. <laughs> they just, they just know what to say, man. They know what to say, and and we're lucky again. You know, we talk about all of our guests, and we talk about you know the people that we've we've had on the you know, gosh, everybody from. E.J. Manuel to Phil Villapiano and the Violator and, you know, and, and Jose Hernandez and Pastor Mondo. But we got Aaron the Q-Dog. Aaron the Q-Dog, man. Aaron the Q-Dog is our capo. He's the made and man of the is, made men. He is probably the guy that's won the Sizzler Award the most. Absolutely. So we're going to use Aaron's most. He can't win it anymore. He's, he's off the board. He, he, he doesn't need it anymore. <laughs> hey, once you get capo, yeah. you can't. And that's why there's no. only one capo. No, but you might get a free T-shirt. You when might we get, get the a free T-shirt. t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, if we got that much material. Yeah. 
But he's <laughs> oh, oh yeah 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 right, yeah. Alan, yeah. Well, no, right. that was on me. Yeah, 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 you can say that. I can say that because because I the, they had to they had to uh, uh, repurpose the, uh, a bed sheet for your shirt. That that's right. <laughs> that's right. Remind me to tell you the story one time about when I lost my luggage going to Germany. Oh no. Yeah, and I and they go go down over here, go over here. The airline told me go over here. This guy will hook you up. So I go over there to hook him up to, to get hooked up for clothes, right? Where they yeah. were trying to find my trying to find my suitcase, and the guy says something in German, and everybody laughs, right? I was with my wife who teaches German; she's yeah. laughing, the kids are laughing, and I'm like, "What? What was so funny?" And he goes, "Oh, he was pointing down the block at the tent maker." Oh, I'm like, "Uh huh, uh huh." Anyway, so uh, I want to play. I want to play the example of a sizzler. Okay. And we're and this is not today's sizzler, but every time he calls, it's, it's a sizzler. sizzler. Okay. Go ahead and hit me with Q Dog's call from today. Happy twenty nineteen, Aaron Q Dog Radio Yacapo calling. Hey, let's get down to it. The off season's here. Of course, we all know how we did the bed. Yeah, we messed it completely, totally, thoroughly, but all eyes are to the future. Because the greatness of the Raiders is in its future. So says our beloved, you know what I'm saying, leader Al Davis from the crypt. Um I'm sitting here looking at uh, this article right here, and it's talking about, you know, the must signs, re-signs, and don't signs for the upcoming season. And I happen to agree with most of them. They talk about Jared Cook. Uh, now, this is out of, you know, the uh, SB Nation uh, blog. So, you know, poorly written, but, you know, very informative as always. Um, Jared Cook, yeah, absolutely bring the guy back. Ten years in, ten years good, snubbed, and the doggone Pro Bowl. I mean, how can that happen? But you know what? More atrocities are going on, you know. And I'm going to leave Trump out of this. But anyway... Uh, <laughs> Doug Martin, on the fence, man. We can bring him back. Maybe not. I'm not going to miss the fumbles if we lose him. If we bring him back, I like the heart, and he's a Bay Area diehard. Dwayne Harris, this guy is a genius on the special teams. I mean, this guy is well thought, well executed. He could be a little faster, but you know what? Uh, we're comfortable with him. He's a known commodity. Daryl Worley, got to bring that guy back. Now the moderates, uh, Jonathan Hankins, lose weight, bye. <laughs> uh, Eric Harris, you know what? This is starting to sound like a hit list. So let's go ahead and call it the hit list. Denzel Good, out of here. Uh, Rashawn Melvin. Melvin. And it should have already played down now. Gilchrist, got to go. Frosty <laughs> Rucker, lose weight, got to go. Clinton McDonald, got to go. Um, there's nobody else to mention. I'm so looking forward to bringing Chris Warren the third back and seeing what he can do in tandem with somebody we can get in the draft. But... Now we got to give a little respect for 2019. My defenders are silver or black. Raider Lim, Raider Cliff, Raider Terrence, Raider Tony, and our president, Willie Flores, big ups. And, of course, Raider Ramon in Charleston, West Virginia, my man, 40 grand, tight with that mechanics. And lastly, i got to give it up to the main men, Mojo Raider and Big Raider Trucker. Mad love. Got to give me one of those shirts. And before I sign off, uh, no respect goes out to the CEO with the world's worst haircut. No, I'm not talking about Mr. Davis. I'm talking about Trump. He's effing with my money. Bring the government back to work. Holla. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's, that's a great example great of a example. sizzler, man. He, he hit it all. So well, before we get started on the, on the calls, I got a few emails I got to read. Okay, hold so, on. I want to respond to something real quick, though. Okay, go ahead. Okay, I love his, um, his, his, uh, his hit list is great, as always. I love it that he, that he called out Chris Warren Jr. the third. We are 
fired up to see this guy next year. Oh, yes. He's oh, going to yes. be awesome. I love the way that Doug Martin ran the ball here late in the season, as, as we all did. And I think it's matching up somebody like Martin with, sure. with somebody sure. like Warren, that could be great. Because, I, I mean, Marshawn's really kind of going to kind of be up in the air coming off an injury and his age and them not playing in Oakland and all that. And then the last part is Cook. That's going to be really interesting. Oh. I mean, you, of course, we all want to see Jared Cook come back. Uh, but I'm just curious to how expensive he's going to be. And at this stage in his career, will he, and I don't begrudge him for it, but will he want to go and pursue that one last big payday? Because I think the Raiders are willing to, to break open the checkbook a little bit, but probably not willing to pay goofy money. And if they're, and there's always a team that's going to be willing right, to pay right, goofy right. money. So that's going to be interesting, Aaron. I think that's probably out of all of the players that we still have on the team, whether they, we retain their services or not, that's going to be a, a big time wild card. And, you know, especially with the with uh, Darren Waller coming all coming along too. Right, I mean, right. He can play some tight end, and then with the, him coupled with Lee Smith, uh, Derek Carr's spirit animal already, and and Derek Carrier maybe coming back. I don't know it's going to be interesting. So yeah. I think that the great great call is always Q Dog and those two players. I thought I think is going to be an interesting dynamic on both accounts. Yeah, yeah, and we and we're high on a lot of those guys that he was talking about. So. Hey, so somebody that we're high on is Haley from Scotland. So it's her. Uh, the 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 email starts with, "Hey Murph and Uncle Mosh, Haley from Scotland here. Bit of a newbie to the NFL and the Raider Nation. Only been following this sport since 2013 ish. Choose the Raiders as I used to visit a friend in Sacramento and would spend some time in the Bay Area. And the Coliseum was the first sports stadium I saw in America. Nice. They get better. Uh, then the Raiders played London in 2014, and from that moment on, they were my team. Was put onto your show by Kev, who I met through SBUK. My fandom has been ramped up big time this season through joining SBUK. Seeing the Raiders in London this year, meeting all the folks at SBUK, and also listening to your podcast each week and hearing the thoughts of other fans. Although it's not been a great season results-wise, sharing the experience with the Raider Nation has made it my most enjoyable season. And with little glimmers of what the team can become, I am looking forward to the journey and the success that our Raiders will hopefully have. Love the show. Love what you guys do. Look forward to it every week. Special shout-out to the mini black hole, which is my fellow Scots, who all attended the London game together. And honorary Scots, King Louie and his lovely wife, Daisy. Take it easy, guys. Raider Nation for life. Wow. That's, that's so cool. Awesome. A brand new fan to football and coming oh, on as a Raider fan. Yeah, and and listening her, uh, listener and supporter of our show, thank you so much, Haley, uh, for the email. And shouts out King Louie, who lives down the street. Down the street So we us. got a team with no home. Uh, represented by a an emailer from Scotland to a uh, podcast done in Middle Tennessee. That's crazy. Uh, it's just I'm telling you, if if you ever wondered whether Raider Nation is global or not, there's your answer right there. Right there, right there. All right. So our next one is also an email, and it says, uh, "Ain't going to say much, fellas. Eighty million dollars plus in cap space." And three first rounders. The future's so bright, we gotta wear shades. Nice. Very respectful. <laughs> Lieutenant Joe Mojo Cantrell from the United States Navy. Thank you for your service, as always, and another great email. And then And now we got even more money, Joe, and, because and, we just and, did the roster bonuses. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So uh the last one is from Paul from Shropshire, Mississippi. <laughs> 
<laughs> still cracks me up. I don't care. <laughs> it, the, it, we made we we alluded to where Shropshire is in in relative to Birmingham, England, and how right, that would right, look right. At, in our country. But he, the fact that he's picked up and ran with it—that's oh, the funny it. part. That is great. It's not the it, what what we said about it. It's what he's done with it is what's so great. So, he says, uh, "Hey, happy New Year, everybody." A disappointing way to end the season with the defeat against the Kansas City Cheats. There was some good stuff in there at times, but too much Keystone Cops football in the first half. Anyway, uh, let's not dwell on that. The new GM is Mike Mayock, and I'm really excited by this. I think him and Coach Gruden are really going to work well together, and the man's knowledge of the college game is outstanding. I totally agree with him. I know the free agency slash combine slash draft dates are a little way off, Uh the minute, but I'm sure they're already started the process of identifying the right people for the future. Think positive, everybody. In light of this, I've started my own preparation by watching the Key and Peel videos again. <laughs> I think the best players for us to look at are Tyrell Smoochie Wallace, Ingle McCrackleberry, <laughs> the Crinkleberry, and Xmas Jackson Flaxen Waxen. <laughs> <laughs> If you haven't seen those videos, oh you've got to go so see them. Oh, my gosh. So funny. Watch Key and Peele. It's the all-star introduction. Oh, it's my hilarious. gosh. Love and best wishes, guys. Love you, Raider Nation. Regards, Paul from Shropshire, Mississippi. Great job, Paul. We featured those uh, those videos because uh, Charles Woodson was the inspiration. Right, right, right. When, he, when Charles Woodson got on and said, Charles Woodson, you know the school. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> but anyways, uh, great stuff there from Paul in uh, Shropshire, Mississippi. Mississippi. All right. Hey, let's hear from uh, Beto. Beto. Red, no, uh, Beto. Beto. Raider Beto. My bad. My okay, bad. Go. Hey, it's Raider Beto coming from L.A. And I'm glad the season's over because, man, if we had to see some tough losses just like this one, especially to these Kansas City jackasses. Man. Well, <laughs> like I said, I'm glad the season's over. Four and twelve. We probably have the third overall pick. I think we're tied with the Jets. Another coin flip there. So either way, we're gonna pick high. Fourth highest cap uh, space in the NFL. So that's good. That interception by Derek Carr, the first one, that was Cook's fault. Like he was not looking. Like come on. Like that was Derek Cook's fault. I don't blame Derek Carr. The second one, yeah, I blame him for that. But either way, well, what could you do? You know what I'm saying? We, we we gotta fix a lot of position, especially on offense. I think defense is solid. There's a two drops by Tahir Whitehead that, that could have changed the game. I think it's the first interception, Terry Whitehead could have ran into the house. But either way, um Dwayne Harris had a good game. Uh special teams played I guess okay <laughs> judging from this whole game, but you know. It is what it is. Next season we'll we'll be eight and eight hopefully, because if you look at it the whole season it's just there were so many games that we could have won. Like the Miami game, the Denver game, yes. and then other games that if a couple things went our way, we could have won them, and we could have been at least have higher winning percentage. But either way, it is what it is. Um, I'm gonna be started. I'm gonna start uploading the YouTube videos to my YouTube channel called Raider Bethel. Uh, I'm gonna put my first video up uh, today or tomorrow. So check that out if you want to. And appreciate the season, guys. And you know, keep keep coming up with the videos because you know, F the media. I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> 
right, great job there, Raider Beto, and thank you for the call, and uh, g- congratulations on your new endeavor. Yeah, you and, know, we're all about helping other guys out, man. Absolutely. It's all about yeah, the shoot, fandom, man. Shoot us a Come link. On. Shoot us a link, uh, and so we, we have a, an accurate uh, channel for you, and uh, yeah, we'll retweet you and post it on our Facebook or whatever. Absolutely, we will we will do that. So, uh, all right, next up, let's go here from our buddy Alex in Tucson, Arizona. Uncle Mosh. Murph, Raider Nation, hello, this is Alex Sandoval from Tucson, Arizona. Oh my gosh, I am just, I am just cracking up over here. I, first of all, I, I'm so excited that we won on Monday. We beat Denver on Monday Night Football, Christmas Eve, you know, last game in the stadium, all that good stuff. And I'm just on YouTube looking at videos and stuff like that and kind of reminiscing on the win. And I came across this video where it's John Gruden mic'd up for the game. Oh my gosh, I was cracking Oh, because there's this part in the video where it shows that Denver Bronco who caught that crazy catch. Uh, it, he just he catch, he catches this ball and it, it, he probably shouldn't have caught it. It looks like he dropped it, but he actually caught it. Um, it happened early on in the game, and he catches the ball. He gets up and he starts kind of like making these laughing noises and kind of taunting John Gruden. And John Gruden just gives him the death stare and says. Shut the f*** up. Oh, my gosh. I could not believe that he said that. That was just like, oh, that was so funny. Anyways, um, congratulations to the Raiders who were um, there, you know, who could go to the game. Congratulations to, you know, everybody who has, you know, been there through thick and thin. And, you know, I I feel like like that was a strong one for them. All right. Great job there, Alex in Tucson. You know, Mosh, I said we weren't going to feature all the mic'd up because it's so long, but I did clip one little part out. Comes down with it, gets up, nods into the Raider bench. Shut the up. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best part. That's the best part. Good call there. Uh, Good call, Alex. That's a a great man. Again, I can't say it enough. Go watch that John Gruden mic'd up. And Carr, too. They're, They're both fantastic. All right, next up, let's hear from our buddy Dave in Ohio. What's up, Raider Nation? It's Dave out in Ohio. Um, What can I say? That Christmas Eve game was great. Uh, Marshawn Lynch lighting the torch, 99-yard punt return, and my kids were in bed waiting for Santa Claus. I had strep throat sitting there with my dogs yelling, watching the game. It was awesome. I mean, nothing better. Uh, if you get a chance, check out uh, Gruden mic'd up during that game. It was something. It's awesome. I've shared it with a bunch of people here. I mean, even fans that aren't Raiders fans love it. It's great. So, Well, we're almost in the next season. Hope everybody had a good holiday season. Go Raiders. All right. Good stuff. Yeah, Dave, I love it that he's cheering on the team and hollering with a strep throat there. Uh, that's awesome, man, that you you hung in there and still, man, strep throat's brutal, man, let alone be, be hollering at a Raider game uh, because of it. And so, uh, yeah, great stuff there. And, yeah, the, uh, it's just the mic'd up is fantastic. All right, next up we're going to hear from our buddy Monster Mash Ken. Murph, Uncle Mosh, little Murph. This is Monster Mash Ken. Well, it's a wrap. 2019's done. I'm sorry, 2018's done. On to 2019. Uh, it's a disappointing season, uh, and I think that's the best way to sum it up. We know everybody had high hopes with Gruden coming back and just um, with some of the people we put in place, but uh, I think it all starts with Mac, you know, leaving, and then it just kind of had a domino effect from there. Uh, maybe even want to go back as far as saying uh, um, King getting cut, you know, Marquette King. But it is what it is, you know. I think uh, Gruden's got to build something to put in Vegas, a product that sells, and he's got to put butts in the seats, and uh, he's got to clean, uh, clean. He had a clean house, you know. Got to make a mess to clean to to to, to clean a mess. 
Anyway, uh, it is what it is. I, I think this game tonight, uh, Kansas City is just a powerhouse. They were playing for something, and we weren't. You know, it's hard to go into Kansas City and expect to win. Uh, I did I did think that we would put up more of a fight, and we just got creamed. We got demolished, and it is what it is, and, and it sucks, and it's a tough pill to swallow, but it kind of just sums up our season. Uh, just the way we started it with all these turnovers and just the – it just wasn't meant to be. Uh, so on to 2019. Uh, anyway, I'd love to see you guys down in Tennessee. I'm really, really going to try to come out there. I think uh, with the three picks, if we keep them all, it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, let me know what your plans are. Uh, I'd love to support support you guys out there with the podcast and uh, as, far, as well as the uh, the Raiders, wherever they end up playing. Um, as far as picks goes, uh, I know I, I can't stress enough, Raider Nation, do not get your hopes set on one particular player because you're going to be pissed off throughout the summer and the off season because you didn't get what you wanted. Uh, just think of a few players that you're going to be happy with in the top five. Looks like we're picking fourth, I believe. Uh, personally, I like Pharrell from uh, Clemson. Um, but you know what? Like I said, that's, that's just me. I'm not anybody. Uh, looks like Mayock may be the GM. Seems like he knows, uh, he knows rookies. So I hope, I hope that works out. And, um, we definitely need some offensive weapons. I can't stress it enough. We need, uh, we need some playmakers for Derek Carr. And I hope Derek Carr just gets it together because it just, he looked really shaky tonight and it was horrible. I know that we got some defense, uh, offensive rookies on that line and, um, uh, it, it kind of, you know, Carr was doing whatever he could do to stay alive in the pocket. And, uh, I know everybody wants Carr to, to scramble, but it's kind of hard when the, the, the ends are coming in at you. Anyway, uh, on to 2019. I wish you guys nothing but health and happiness and, uh, happy, uh, end to your season as well. Um, and uh, thanks for just putting out great, great product on on the on the air. I look forward to you guys to listen to you guys every every week. And uh, Uncle Mosh, uh, I'm gonna get you a gift in the mail, man. I just I just I think you need a, a more than a Wilson out there. All right, take care, God nice. bless, and uh, on to 2019, ready to nation. All right, you heard it. He's sending donuts. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, that's funny. Well, uh, great call, Ken. Uh, man, awesome. First off, appreciate the support, as always. Appreciate the compliments. And, uh, man, just a, a, a great, uh, you know, supporter and, and listener and caller and, uh, you know, everything to our show, man. We, uh, we, we, we much appreciate you. So he asked about a draft plan. So uh, we're, we're still kind of kicking around where we're going to be. Uh, we're going to definitely post up somewhere to do uh, live uh, shows. We're going to do a live stream. Well, depending on how this camera thing works out. But uh, we'll, we'll live stream one way or another. We're definitely going to record one way or, uh, or another. And, uh, and so I've, I've gotten in already to try to uh, inquire about tickets and all that good stuff. So just stay tuned. We're going to get that stuff together as soon as possible. And, of course, we will do some sort of listener meetup or whatever, some kind of get-together. I know that there are a handful of you, at least, that are planning on coming into town uh, for the draft. And so, uh, yes. Yeah, they were talking about places to stay. Uh, it's it's unbelievable. You got a big house. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and a wife who scares the hell out of me. <laughs> Who's, who's who's half my size? Uh, I, I I gotta hang on to this one. I finally got a good one, uh, and that's okay because I know none of the exes listen. They, hell, they didn't listen to me when I was married to them. Why the hell would they listen to me on the radio? Yeah, they can't. It's, I, I got one that can't even spell podcast. Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah. Oh, but anyway, uh, downtown Nashville has probably got oh, thirty thousand. Oh, it's amazing. Hotel rooms. 
So anyway, and, and, and even twenty thousand of them have been built in the last three years. Yeah, and even yeah. even there's some even if if there people are going online looking over stuff. There's there's some places out by the airport, uh, which are a, which are a lot cheaper. Uh, not that they're like you know right under runway two, but that that yeah, area yeah. out there has got some stuff that's that's a lot more uh, economically friendly. Um, and and you know, also and, and, like we're like a lot of other major cities. Nashville has a lot of smaller cities surrounding it like that where we live tons of them and it's 30 minute drive into downtown so uh so there's you know look at franklin tennessee look at murfreesboro look at hendersonville Hendersonville, or lebanon or you know there's a ton of stuff just get out just google the map and and look at those and you know you can call around and you know type in one of the 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 big named marriott or whatever and there's a ton ton. of them around tons of places within like you say within 30 minutes within 30 minutes so yeah we will definitely uh we will have some lists Heck, we've even kicked around doing something live from King Louie's Taco Shop. And this is news now to King Louie. King Louie, hey, Uncle Mosh <laughs> and I talked about doing something live from your from your shop down there. Uh, such a great place. Such good food. I still need to take you down there. Yeah. Uh, Kevin and I went down there, uh, and it was amazing. It was uh, The food was great when Kevin came through town. And so, uh, anyway, so, we'll, yes, stay tuned. We will definitely have lots of times uh, to, to get together. And then I also see in the chat talking about New York. Um, and about having uh, the made men uh, of Raiders Fan Radio get together. And, and of course, now that Uncle Mosh is an official member of the New Jersey chapter of the Black Hole, we will definitely uh, uh, put that on our, our list of places to visit uh, when the season starts. But it always depends on scheduling because Uncle Mosh has school and uh, we have uh, you know family business to attend to and whatnot, through, like everybody does through the course of the season. So we got to be strategic on where we go. Uh, and it all depends on where it falls on the calendar. So it would be nice if New York is the is the one, but that will certainly uh, kind of remain to be seen. All right, so next up, let's go from uh, uh, from Nashville. We went to Jersey. Now let's go to a pasture in Texas, Uncle Mosh. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. But... He cracks me up. <laughs> Dogs howling in the That's autumn wind. Right. Oh. You already know who it is. It's your boy, B-Dog, howling from a pasture in Texas. <laughs> How's it you guys been, man? It's been, what, a one-month-long hiatus? I mean, it's been a while. Glad to be back on the radio station. Glad to be watching you guys again. All right, let's cut to the chase. That was a, I don't know, that was a shit show the other day that I watched. I don't know what that was. I mean, come on, man. Like, Derek Carr, I love the man, love the man to death, and I'm going to Derek Carr apologist just like you, Murph, but come on, dude. There's this thing called ball security. I mean, you might want to try it, No, in all seriousness. Ball security, number one thing to work on in the offseason. And, man, Rayshon Melvin, I trusted you, and what did you do? You spat upon that trust, man. I trusted you to cover someone that game, and you didn't do it. I'm, I'm, I'm just disappointed. That's all I have to say. But I mean, the only thing that kept me from driving a baseball bat into my TV that game was the fact that I don't have a baseball bat. And that's just, it was awful. I couldn't watch it. I almost, I tried to unplug in the TV, tried to go throw it in the trash can, but no, no. I had to have people hold me back for that. Oh, I was getting mad. I was getting real mad. 
Oh man, you wouldn't have seen me when I was mad. You wouldn't have wanted to see me when I was mad. But let's look on the bright side of things. At least the Raiders haven't lost in 2019. There we go. We accomplished something. All right. In all seriousness, it's great to be back. And it's great to see you all again, Mosh, Merch, and wishing Raiders Fan Radio a great 2019. All right. Talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. Okay, so when when Eddie Murphy did Delirious like 25 years ago, remember, I, I, was it longer than that? Was it like 30 40 years, years ago okay, now. But okay, yeah. stop, stop, stop. <laughs> yeah. He he did this thing about about uh, he made a crack about Michael Jackson or he did the follow up to Delirious I don't remember what it was and he said yeah I heard Michael's mad at me oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I ain't scared of Michael <laughs> yeah. come on yeah, come yeah, on yeah. Michael I heard you're looking for me <laughs> <laughs> and I and I'm not saying I'm not disparaging B Dog at all but he just doesn't sound like he's angry you know he's fired up but people had to hold me back. <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy. He's great, man. Uh, He's so funny. I love that, man. Great yeah. call. Capo says, B-Dog's new swag is choice. Oh, man. Yeah. Very, very funny, man. Uh, great job, B-Dog. Keep coming with those calls, man. You, uh, yeah, you're working you your way my, up the highlight reel, bud. Absolutely. You, very, make, you make my day, B-Dog. So, uh, hey, so he mentioned, uh, you know, Rashawn Melvin, and uh, you and I watching that game, Osh, we were like, oh, boy. Now, granted, that one play, it was a Joseph. Wait, who did he mention? Rashawn Melvin. Melvin. So Rashawn Melvin, you know, gosh, the one that he, he, he Joseph drops down a little bit too far into coverage. He right, wasn't right, playing right. cover two over the top in the zone like he was, like he was supposed to. But Melvin got juked on the route, then had a chance to catch up, and then like took this weird angle away from the receiver. Uh. Like he had him. Like the receiver had to slow down to make the play on the ball. And Melvin. That's his new tune. Oh, that was rough, man. Uh. I, we're with you, B Dog. That was a, that was a rough uh, end of the year for Melvin. I don't know. Maybe somebody in the chat can answer for us. And Q Dog mentioned him earlier. Worley is a must-have. I think Worley oh, and yes. Conley are CB one and two for us in, in the future and going forward for, uh, I don't know why Worley wasn't in the game. I didn't see him on the injury report. So maybe somebody knows why he wasn't playing. Maybe there was a matchup thing they saw and they, you know, the coaches just felt it was a better, better fit to have sure. Melvin in the game, but either, either man, it, it certainly uh. did not work out. Uh, so, uh, anyways, uh, next up, let's hear from our buddy Emiliano, big Raider trucker. What's going on? The man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Big Raider Trucker. Trucker checking in once again. I want to say, uh, Mosh, Murph, how you guys doing? All right, let's get into it, guys. This uh, season was a <laughs> show. <clears throat> you know what? Popular term today. Yeah. Like us Raider fans say, I guess next year will be our year. Been saying that for a very long time now. All right, anyways, uh, our new general manager, uh, uh, Mayock, I think it's how you pronounce it. Um, very respected uh, NFL analyst uh, as far as the draft goes. I love how all of a sudden, I mean, leave it to the Raiders to be the uh, the ugly redheaded stepchild of the NFL. It's like, damn, we could never do anything right. All of a sudden, you get somebody who's respected. John Gruden doesn't know how to draft. It's been shown in his past. So we get somebody who knows how to do it, and all of a sudden, this guy's the worst draft um, analyst in the world. You just gotta love being a Raiders fan. Um, anyways, uh, get excited about the pick, guy. The picks we got coming up. 
Um, all this cap space. Uh, put the Antonio Brown to rest. It's not going to happen. Um, also, Raider Nation, don't get too hyped on this offseason. I know we've got a lot of money to spend. I don't see us spending a lot of it. Uh, 2019 is a year to go 8-8, eight and eight, uh, be respectable, and then the real fun starts in 2020. All right, guys, let me get out of here. Big Raider Trucker checking out. Great call, as always, Emiliano, and not because you agree with us, but just uh, an awesome call, uh, as usual, my friend. And so uh, uh, keep them coming. Keep it. He's another guy, Mosh, that's real close to not being able to win a sizzler anymore. That's right. That's right. Uh, you know, and so, um, hey, real quick, uh, everybody is is jumping in here. They, they say the Whirly went to IR. Shame on me. I, I missed that. If he, if he got put on IR uh, with a shoulder injury. So I apologize, guys, for not knowing that. Uh, I'm not Stephen A, so I'm not going to claim that I did know that. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? Um, so uh, I, I missed that one. But here's I want to give you all a, um, a quick update because somebody mentioned it in the chat. Daryl Worley put an awesome message out on his social media. It went out on Instagram, and uh, and, and I'm going to read it to you because it's, it's, it's top-notch. And he says, uh, Coach John Gruden, I, we- I walk up to you every game after the National Anthem plays, shake your hand, look you in the eyes, and say thank you. I don't know if you realize why I do it, but I am truly thankful for you believing in not only me, the player, but me, the man. Thank you for giving me another opportunity to play this game. God has blessed me with the talent to play. When I was at one of the lowest points of my life, the phone call came from you, and it changed my life. 2018, Daryl Worley didn't take any losses. They were the greatest lessons of my life. All caps, thank you. Like, I'm getting... That gave me that's chills. Just, just chill. That's chill bumps, that's bro. That's freaking awesome, man. Like, that's the kind of guy you want on your football team. That's the kind of guy you want coaching your football team. That is amazing. You know, we are fans of the redemption story. And by all accounts, Daryl Worley, he made a mistake. He just he made a mistake. We've all made mistakes in our 20s. And right, right, right. At times right. with substances. And, and, and so and, the fact and that And 60s. And, yeah. <laughs> in the last week. <laughs> So how's that New Year's resolution going, Mosh? Oh. Can't wait for 2020. It's going to oh be a great year, right? Oh, my gosh, 2020, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's, let's, in that last one here, let's go to our buddy Ron in Ohio. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Ron calling in. Love the Mayock signing. Uh, I think that'll be huge for us. And I think that also goes to the point of there's this narrative out there that Gruden rules with an iron fist. I think it's pretty clear he has final decision-making on all the calls because of the nature of his contract. But he's really making moves that show he knows his areas of, of strength and weakness, and he's bringing people in that surround him and lead the team as a whole to success. So I think this helps that narrative go away that he's rolling with an iron fist or um, he's he's the only one making any decisions in that building. Um, I think it's a nice pairing. So have a good one. Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah, great call, Ron. Absolutely, I think that it's 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 great. It's nice, to, you know. That's Mayock is not a shy guy. He's a he's a big personality, and uh, you know, and I, I, I it's when you get two alphas like that, like a Mayock and Gruden, you would expect that oh, they're going to clash. But I think that there's an awareness that they're going to they're both alphas, and there's an awareness of what your role is, right, and what right. my role is, and ultimately. Which one of us at the at really is the alpha of the alphas, right? I think even Mayock recognizes that. Look, this is John's game to call. I mean, it's going to be ultimately his decision. We may disagree, and we I can you know give him all the advice and input and all that. But at the end of the day, it's going to be it's going to be group. Look, it it you know it it goes like in the military. I learned a long time ago that y- you may have somebody that outranks you, but you may be the head of a department. 
uh-huh. know, so okay. that person in that in that specific, and they're both alpha males. But if 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 you've got if you've got a, a three star general who's who's uh, the head of of a unit, and under him he may have a four star general who is is works for him. That person may outrank you, but you can work for him. Really? You know? Yeah. It, it it's it's not unheard of. Also, with with rank, okay, you may have you may have somebody like you may have a major who's a, a head of a company, and and there may be another person of an equal rank, but has more time in grade, so technically they outrank you, but that you may be their boss. You know what I'm saying? Really? So I didn't that, know that. That wow. can happen. And and I when I, when I was thinking about. When I was thinking about Mayock coming in in this position, it, that's it. Gruden's the coach. He's got his job. This other guy, Mayock's got his job. They, but he works directly for Gruden, but his job is to be the checks and balances for Gruden. So that's not an unheard cool. of situation. You know, people that people understand that, that have seen that. You know, you what if you got promoted at your job over, you know, your buddy that you and I both know, you would go to him for advice, knowing Absolutely. that you know that that Matt has all that you know that all that that knowledge and everything. He's you. your trusted, your still guy. my mentor. He's still your mentor, but you could be you you technically are his boss. I got you. You know, so it happens. Yeah, that's cool stuff. That's cool stuff. Good okay, ins- so good insight there, Mike. So I got a sizzler for us. All right, real quick now, before you get to that, Ron's leaving, and he says he's headed off for his birthday dinner. Well, happy birthday, Ron. Happy it, birthday, Ron, yeah, man. man. Ron, right on. Looking all of like uh, 25. That old? Yeah. Nah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's a youthful 30. <laughs> Sorry about I that. I don't know how old Ron is. I don't know. I'm just we being, don't I'm care. Being, I'm being silly, but happy birthday, Ron. We Yeah, yeah, right on. And uh, so we had some great stuff, man. We had Alex kicked us off. Our, our Raider, Raider Beto kicked us off and, yes, and told yes, us, you yeah. know, that he was going to go start his own channel with post some stuff. I can't wait to see it. Alex had a really funny call about Chucky dropping the F bomb. A whole <laughs> bunch of people talked about the beep show that was Kansas City. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, Gruden is the man brought up there, you know, by Ron, as speaking of Ron, how Gruden's, you know, got things in place and he's going for it. Um, uh, the, the overall general consensus by all of our callers was settle down, people. We got settle a whole down. bunch of picks. Settle down. Yeah. You know, yeah. but but. You know, uh, even even Monster Mash Ken wished everybody a happy birthday, or happy birthday, happy new year. You know, talked about this KC in the summary of the season and is sending me donuts. And I mean, <laughs> you know, life's good, man. <laughs> but but I got to tell you, I don't think anybody will disagree with me on this week's Sizzler. <sighs> it had to be the one and only with the great opening. And we're not even sure what it was. He might have been at band practice, or he might have been <laughs> mucking out a barn or something. And we're not sure what it was, but it was the totally frustrated, disappointed, very funny, and fired up. And I'm going to tell his mama he cussed. Oh. <laughs> but he, when his take on Carr and his take on Melvin, it just absolutely killed us all. He slayed us. And that goes to our boy, our boy B-Dog. He... B-Dog was so good that Aaron even said, you know what? I'm thinking about moving back to Texas. <laughs> Sizzler. 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 
Great job, B Dog. Excellent job on the call. B-Dog. You are the sizzler this week. You know, y'all keep at it with those sizzlers, with those great calls coming in. Look, I know we're headed into the offseason. Well, not headed. We are in the offseason as Raider fans. Uh, but uh, keep the calls coming, please. Uh, we love to hear them, and it is, it is our favorite part of the show. And, uh, you know, uh, we got some prizes coming from Dead Pirate Sports, and so we will. Uh, We'll fire you out. Some hey, you know what? Raiders and, fan and, radio gift boxes or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. And just to make and just to make Q Dog happy because he asks for it a lot. Q Dog, just for you next week, we're gonna get you. We're gonna do this. Capo asks for it. Capo gets it. We're gonna do a tailgating too much featuring B Dog. Oh, I like it. Okay, deal. All right. I'm... Even though he's not near old enough to drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so it's a futuristic. A future. Yeah, a, yeah, yeah, a yeah. Futuristic. Well, now that we're in the office, we'll have a little bit more time because it, it's it's tough to cram. It's you know we set out every week to do a ninety minute show, and here we are at you know an hour and thirty nine minutes already, and uh, it still had more to go. So it's tough for us to get that. But now in the off season, that's the best time for us to do tailgating too much. So we will definitely have those coming up for you this week. We are Metallica, and we are here for your Oakland Raiders! You know why we are here, and we ain't playing around today! From the Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. All right, Murph. All right, Mosh. Ah, so there's some football going on next week. There is football. It's not our there, football. It's not but our football, football, so we don't care. So here we go. <laughs> All right, ready? Yeah. All right. What are you doing? Am I getting so a you're, you're get, lightning you're, you're round? You're doing your favorite thing that you hate to do, predictions. Oh, jeez. All, All right. right. Saturday, Indy at Houston. Give it to me. Uh, the most boring game, probably the lowest ratings of the week. Yep. And uh, every year, Houston is in the first round of the wild card game. And uh, because of that, uh, just because they're going to have an – I think Franken-Goober, otherwise known as Andrew Luck, uh, <laughs> is going to see them to a first uh, playoff win in a while. So give me, give, me the, give me the Indies. You got it. Seattle at Dallas. I think that uh, Dallas is highly overrated. Thankfully uh, uh, one pooper has uh, – not uh, thankfully. I hate to wish bad luck on someone. But the way he badmouthed the organization, it doesn't hurt my feelings to see that he went from great to absolutely nothing these past three weeks. And I think that uh, Dak Prescott is not enough to carry that football team. Give me Seattle and their defense on the road. Okay. Uh, LAC at Baltimore. You know, I can't root for the Chargers ever. Nope, it's ever only in the history of the world. barely easier than that to root for the Ravens. But I still think that at the uh, uh, in in the playoffs, you still have to run the football. You still have to play defense. And these guys can play defense amazingly. And they're running their football with uh, Lamar Jackson, who is going to be the youngest starting quarterback in NFL playoff history. Just because of that story alone. Give me Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Wow, fantastic. Well, uh, is he older than B-Dog? Probably. <laughs> honestly, not by much. He's no. 21. B-Dog, I'm, sh- I'm, I'm if, guessing. I don't know, 17 maybe? Yeah. So if, uh, ain't by much. Nice, nice. And the Phillies at the Chicago's. I hope the Phillies cream them. I, I, I mean, come on now. We can't. We've already been inundated with enough. Oh, I know. Khalil right? Max, come on. And Trubisky's this and Trubisky's that. Can, can Trubisky just please go out there and throw four picks? Give me the Eagles, man, just because I'm rooting for it. Okay, so your picks are Indy, Seattle, Baltimore, and Philly. You're picking three 
away teams. Yeah, because I root, I root with my heart, Mosh. These are not heady picks. No, these are hearty picks. All right. Yeah, so that's why is, I'm so bad at this because I root. For, <laughs> I, I choose. I choose this stuff like a fan. And yeah. we're not going to even talk about the next week. Because we, we won't know who's playing who. No, we'll next just week. go to those four. We'll, start, go to those, we'll, start, with we'll those start with those four. And next week, I might ask you. Uh, and and uh, next, oh, okay. see, no, no, see. no, bring it on. Fair's fair. Bring it on. Fair's fair. Yeah. Who? Let me let me say that before we even get further down this, I will say this: as a fan, because that's what we are, and that's what I root, uh, I root as a fan. My preferred Super Bowl this year. Brady Breeze. Give me the two Hall of Famers. Oh, 100%. Going at we it. talked about that last week. Yeah. Wouldn't that be great to see those two? And uh, the stupid Vikings last year not only kept us from seeing Brady Breeze, but kept us from seeing Rodgers Brady, right, which would have right. been amazing too. Single-handedly, the stupid Vikings broke Aaron Rodgers and then knocked the Saints out on a fluke play. So thankfully, there's no Vikings to get in the way this year. Uh, but yeah, I went to, yeah that the would battle just, of the old goats. It would be amazing. Look, these guys are in the twilight of their career. Who sure. knows how much longer they're going to be there? And, and you know what? I'm a firm believer of, look, and I, 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 I get excited about the younger guys coming up too. And I know you get tired of seeing the same old guys in there. Right, you get right. tired. People, they hate on Brady just like they hated on Jordan, just like they hated on Kobe. They hated on, you, you hate on the guys that are there all the time. But there's also a school of thought, Mosh, that, and, and it is mine, is that, look, you're only going to see this for so long. Like, you're only going to be able to witness the greatness of these players for so long, for like another year or two. So give it to it. You know, look, our team's out of it. Our team is no longer in contention. So at this point as an NFL fan, I root for the story. As long as it's not a, a chief or a Bronco or a charger or whatever, give me the story. So yeah, I'm going to root yeah. for Brady Breeze. Man. And, you know, and, and how cool would it be to see, to see Breeze? Because he's, he's going to probably get MVP. You know? I don't know, man. Uh, Mahomes. Uh, uh, yeah, but if Breeze, yeah. if, if you know, when, so when exactly is the voting? Uh, it's it, it's is, it be, to, is it before the Super Bowl? Yeah, I believe so. Right? Doesn't it? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember Shame either. Shame on us. That's, we're, that's I know, why we're not right? analysts. That's, we're fans. We're fans. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. so, but I, it's based on the regular season. It's not based on what you do in the playoffs. Correct. Which correct. is what a lot of people say is that well, it should be based on what you ultimately end the season at. Where you you know where you end up in the ranking of the playoffs and whatnot, but uh, here's you know what honestly you know what my vote would be because of not only just because of the potential controversy between the two, but when you're an interior lineman and you get twenty and a half. Oh sacks, yes, yes, yes. Give it to Aaron Donald, man. Give it to Aaron Absolutely. Donald. Absolutely. Give it to Aaron Donald. That's my vote. But you probably won't well, get it, even though him holding out and all that cost us Mac. But yeah, I know, right? Anyway, we're yeah, anyway. oh, I said the name. Oh, oh. Gosh, cleanse the palate. All right, there we go. All right. All right. Well, y'all, thank you so much for joining us here for another episode of. Ooh, excuse me, I'm corping in the microphone. Yeah, yeah, good one. Yeah, that's 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 my nephew. Yeah. Uh, so thank you for joining us here uh, for another episode of Raiders Fan Radio. I can't scroll up, but thank you, Chris Potts, Emiliano, Aaron the Q Dog Raider, Monster Mash Can, Pirate nineteen seventy five, Coach Randy Hanson. What's up? Thank you for joining us, Randy. That's awesome. Uh, Bobby Wasabi, did I say that one yet? Sean Garcia, Mojo Raider, Running Bear. What's up, Tim? Hope you're feeling good, buddy. And I uh, appreciate everybody. B Dog, there he just hopped in. Uh, Spooky is in there. Thank you all so much for joining us for another episode of Raiders Fan Radio. We will have episode number one eleven coming at you next week you can always find us on the youtubes that's youtube.com slash murphs fan cave that's m-u-r-f-s fan cave please like and subscribe hit the bell do all that stuff 
and uh, we'll get this camera thing figured out. And, uh, <laughs> maybe. Uh, maybe. I don't know. But uh, one way or the other, we'll be back here next week. So hopefully we'll, uh, uh, we'll, we'll appreciate your patience uh, with us uh, when we did our reboot. And so, uh, so thanks again for joining us here. And always for what you do to support Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you for, uh, I don't know. Just, just helping us out, man. You guys are great. We, 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 uh, we love the listeners. Uh, we, you know, it makes it such a nice thing for what we do to have the interaction with you all. So thank you for for doing what you do for the show. And uh, Uncle Mosh, I think that's all I got. And let's go ahead and get on out of here. I appreciate it. For Murph, I'm Uncle Mosh, and you've been listening to Raiders Fan Radio, where we took a lighter side journey into the dark side. Remember, nation, what happens in Vegas started in Oakland. Shut the f- up. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call? Yep, that sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com save. BetterHelp.com slash save. Got it. This holiday season, you know what I have on my wish list? Adventure. That's why I got a new Honda during the Happy Honda Day sales event. They have a whole lineup of rugged, all-wheel drive SUVs, CRV, Pilot, Passport. But at the end of the day, I drove off in a new HRV with a bunch of safety features. And best of all, I got it on clearance. So don't just sit around knitting an ugly holiday sweater. See your local Honda dealer for Happy Honda Day's clearance pricing today. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com.